0: You are now tuned in to Music, Men, and My Mental with your host, C. Oh, sh- DeVone, tackling all things career, relationship, and your overall health. Perfecto. Let's get to Let's it. Let's start the show. Welcome and thank you for tuning in to Music, Men, and My Mental. I am C. DeVone, your host, and we tackle all things that are your career, relationships, and your overall health. Uh, It's going to be a little special show today. I decided to not have a guest and really just dive into why this podcast exists, a little bit about me and my actual journey and story about um, why I decided to really go through with this podcast. So um, I have my notes because, you know, I got a story to tell and I was um, as I was actually creating you know, uh, the show today, I started singing, I just got to be me doing what I got to do. People think that I'm sitting on top of the world. (laughs) So with my bad rendition of, you know, Brandy's song, um, it's really what the podcast is actually about. It started where I was just feeling like I was on top of the world. Everyone was really getting to know who C. DeVone was, but on the inside, I was not feeling good. I was actually feeling like trash, a word I probably use a little too often, but you know, anyway, so, um, but it all started as the podcast was actually a book And, um, I had this theory of this trifecta, you know, the career, your relationships and your overall health. And if you can tackle these three and you can actually balance these three, then you can feel some sense of purpose, some sense of like motivation, right? So, um, I had the name, I had the title, I started the book. Uh, We'll go back into that. So a little bit about me actually is uh, I'm a DJ from New York City Uh, personality. It's really my passion. I started out as an event planner and I was planning events all over the world, China, London, Miami. It was something I I really did like to do, um, but music was always my passion. So um, with that being said, I really, you know, Got the DJ thing going. I did events for Google, um, YouTube. I have done events with Kendrick Lamar, Maroon 5, um, Madison Square Garden. Um, I'm just been really... Happy about my career, but also just proud of myself at times. But also, it comes with the little trials. It comes with a little story to tell. It may come with one or two health issues, a little mental breakdown, and etc. So um, that's a little bit about me, and it's been a, a great journey on this DJ career path. Um, but so about this podcast, let's go into that. So I decided to write my experiences. Um, I was actually trying to leave my corporate job and, um, I just got, it was just too busy. Literally. Like I was DJing like the same amount of being full-time and I was going to a nine to five full-time burnt out, just doing too much. It was Life was, it was just crazy, like for real, for real. So um, I was just writing like a few pages of how to balance myself with my music, men, and my mental. And uh I started, I started the book and guess what? I never finished it. And the reason why I did not finish it is the topic of the show today. So we're going to go into the deep. Yeah, mhm. Yep, yep, yep. I got the D and it was the depression and it was the D I never wanted. And that's how things really um just uh took a little halt with why uh it just became a podcast because many 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 years ago it started as this book. So, let's go into uh this depression. So, <laughs> The first thing we really need to know about depression is it doesn't really just happen overnight. Seriously. Um, So I had my first battle of depression and I did not know what it was. I just thought I just shed a few tears, had a little breakdown, you know, shook it off. It'll be fine. No, 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 no. Let me tell you about depression. It is like um, like a scratch or a wound or a scab. And the thing about it is, if you do not um, let it heal, you do not take the proper measures to heal it. It will become a, a, a wound. It may become a, a artery actually showing itself because it's just digging deeper and deeper. And sometimes we're just picking at it, and we're not even noticing that. Um, you know, we may seem fine. We may look fine. You may actually feel like you're at a great place in your life, but you never actually handled part of uh, the first part of the depression when it first appeared and so you get to the critical parts and you're like oh what did how did I get here (laughs) well (laughs) I can go into the first the first stab at it was um So I think I I may or may may not have spoke about this, but like it starts with, you know, I always go into the relationships, you know, so it's like meeting this guy who I was like madly in love with and I move across the actual country and I'm thinking I'm going to have this life and his family and I get across the country (laughs) and I leave after three weeks the relationship just was not going to work. Uh, we were with each other more than three weeks, of course, but when we really got together to realize what we were going to do, it just wasn't working. So we got this relationship that goes down the drain. I'm thinking I'm fine, but the reality is I left my event planning job to actually, um, go across, you know, the country. So, um, Even though I did really enjoy event planning, um, I was still trying to DJ as well. And I was really just trying to get that up and running and balance those two and have this relationship. Uh, so the relationship fails. We got there. Um, I go to, uh, you know, I'll just say where it was. I went to Phoenix and I had no job. (laughs) Okay. Right. Smart decision. I do. I do not recommend that. So, um, I have no job and, uh, I'm, I'm thinking I'm a little sad, but I'm just maybe thinking I'm heartbroken. And then we add, um, a close friend of mine actually passes way before 30 and she's one of the most healthy, uh, fit, you know, people I've ever, I've ever met. And, um, so slowly but surely I'm having what now I know is a mental breakdown And um, it just spiraled into something that was just, um, the feeling was new. Um, I just didn't know if I was coming or going. And um, I would say that that was my first real battle of, you know, depression. But I didn't think about, I didn't, you know, I, I got through it. I thought I got through it. But let me tell you, ladies and gentlemen, when that first Battle of depression comes around. You need to deal with it. You need to deal with it strongly to get the, you know, don't try to, you know, sometimes we do the herbal holistic, like take some vitamin C for a cold. No, you have to tackle it. And I did not tackle it. And then thought I was fine. Things started looking up. And um, then the real depression actually kicked in. And we're going to go into that. So uh, this is the next chapter. And life gets better, as I said. And the DJ thing really started looking up. And I'm so happy. My career is booming. I'm a full-time DJ. Yeah! Um... You know, I I'd left my event planning, um, corporate job. Um, it just got too busy. And at, at first it was really sad, but I realized I can do this. I can do this DJ thing. I just got to stay focused and take care of me. I'm popping, I'm popping, I'm popping. I actually used to say that a little too much. Like, I'm C. Bone. I'm popping. I can do anything I want. Okay, yeah, you need to really... uh look into that a little bit more because as I'm thinking I'm doing well, I'm not paying attention to a little uh, instant gratification. I actually started really finding gratification in things that did not benefit me, um, did not actually um, help me with my growth and just were probably more distractions to feel this sense of happiness and feeling like I had some balance. But uh, since I never battled I never really took care of the depression in the first place um yeah it just actually um what we realize is all the things that we never took care of they will appear again and the insecurities all that stuff will go into it so um I'm thinking I'm fine and I'm actually not really understanding myself uh, I'm searching high and low for this purpose but I think I'm fine but I'm really not I start dating like the worst men possible. No, no tea, no shade, just like the worst men possible. Um, and I'm thinking I'm having a healthy lifestyle, but I'm drinking socially. And socially was like all the time and every day. And um, I think I, I got it going on. Life is great. Life is grand. But, um, you know, the real depression actually comes with um, you know a series of events, so we break it down and we'll go into you know just the career, the relationships, <laughs> and the overall health part of it. So I'm feeling good about myself. I'm totally unaware of the unhandled business and the insecurities that I'm dealing with. Right. So I'm popping. I'm trying to be the top female DJ, but the reality is I wasn't doing any of the work I needed. So. Let's go into the career. So this is when the real depression actually just, you know, came in. With my career, the gig started to fade. And when I say fade, I was still working. But my biggest client that really was something that, you know, I was really proud of, they started using other DJs. It happened, <laughs> right? But it's it's all part of life. We have seasons, our ups and downs. And also we all know. If you're a DJ, when the winter comes, oh my, you are scared because when there's that period where this, you know, January, when they are when there are uh, less gigs, yeah, <laughs> you are looking like this is a struggle, but the reality is, um, you know, we're going to have seasons with your career, but was I really prepared for um, the ups and downs? I started having this, the money will come mentality. And um, I was living off of credit cards. And when I tell you, I don't even know why they gave me so much credit. Because <laughs> like, <laughs> I you know, I would just pay the minimum, but I just kept getting more and more credit cards. And I was just living, you know, just off my credit cards. The party just kept going. You know, I still was having a great time. I was social. I was going to gigs and I would just overspend at my gigs. Even when I was getting paid, I would just Buy my own drinks and buy everybody else's drinks and just doing all I can. Just not really handling the things in my career. Why was I not prepared for the season of when the money was not coming in? Why was I not preparing to actually be the top DJ instead of talking about being one of New York City's top DJs? You know what I mean? We'll go into the the overall, you know, my, I would say my action points. Like I, I love um, Isaiah when he was on the show and he had his uh, points of power. But um, we're going to like the things I identified of how to actually get through it. But we go through that in my career. The, the credit card career spending <laughs> DJ, right? So in relationships. Oh, you know what? We probably should go to that last because I'm going to go... <laughs> That really is. Uh, I'm gonna go into it, and I don't. I don't really care. It's my story, and I can tell it the way I want to. But um, with health, actually, um, I was pretty much in shape. I was going to Soul Cycle all the time. I didn't really get into yoga yet. Now I'm really big into yoga. But um, I found out that I had some polyps, and I had PCOS. Now it's not. The most critical thing to be diagnosed with, but it's polycystic ovarian syndrome. It has a lot of just hormonal imbalances, you know, having no periods here and there. And I just thought maybe I was just lucky. Maybe I was just fortunate to not have periods, but I wasn't actually looking into my health. (laughs) What is going on? Is this a problem? Why was I not doing that? So we got all, we got the credit card career uh, going on. We got the PCOS and then my grandmother dies. The matriarch of my my whole entire family. And um, this is part of, you know, I have the PCOS and also some other issues dealing with, you know, uh, being a woman, fibroids, and um, we have the most important person in your life passing. (sighs) Uh, I feel like when it comes to like true depression, you know, it usually is heartbreak, Um, the loss of actual like physical person as well as heartbreak, maybe relationship. And, you know, most of the time it's career finances attached to it. But that's a side topic. Let's just uh, go into now we got this health going on with the career. Oh, relationships. Um, Yeah. So the thing about relationships is um, you got to really know who you are. Right. Because um, since we didn't deal with the depression in the first time around and we think that we are fine, um, we didn't really understand the insecurities and learning yourself. I got to this point where, as I was saying, I was popping. It was because I had this false happiness where I felt so ready. I was so ready to be married. I was so ready to be in love and be an entrepreneur and DJ and be all, all over the world. <laughs> but did I really know who I was? I, I didn't. I actually didn't. And, um, I was just like, you know what? I'm ready to settle down and I'm just going to give myself like 30 days, (laughs) something crazy. I don't even know what the number was, but I'm ready to settle down. Whoever I, you know, come around and I like them and they like me, you know, I'm just going to, I'm just going to go for, I'm going to go for the feeling. I want to feel good. I want to feel in love, right? (laughs) About that. So we're going to go into your intuition with being in love. So you got to know who you are. You got to really understand intuition and also feelings and reality because, um, so I meet a guy, I go into the story, um, actually I'll just dive into it. It is what it is. And I meet him, um, out and about in the Brooklyn streets and he, I, I actually thought he was somebody else and he's talking to me and I'm just like, Oh shoot you are not this person. Oh my goodness. I'm sorry. I thought you were X, Y, Z. And he's like, no, finish the conversation. I'm like, no. So then he starts talking again and I just say no. And he's like, why? I'm like, um, I don't even know why I said no. He said, what's your name? I said, no. And I just kept saying every time, every time he said anything, I just kept saying no. And when I say it was like my brain and my mouth were, they just were not connected. (laughs) It was like, how you doing? No. You want to drink? No, no. And it was like, I was a robot and it just came out of nowhere, but maybe it was like the higher power. Maybe it was my intuition just saying, nah, walk away from this person. So eventually long story, um, now actually we're going to keep the long story. Um, we get into a relationship, um, because I, Make a mistake and call him by accident. He's like, give me your, you know, take your phone. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I already said no. But not that I, not because I didn't find him attractive or I didn't like him. My spirit just kept saying, no, 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 no. So I'm like, take my number. I'm not ever, you know what? I'm not going to call this guy, whatever. Um, And I butt down him. (laughs) And I'm like, holy cow. So I text him, like, you know what? Guess you got my phone number. Now, probably shouldn't have done that, should have just kept that no going, but doesn't matter anyway. So, um, you know, we go on dates and, you know, I I like him. He likes me. He seems like he's ready for a relationship. I'm so ready, aka probably so thirsty to be in this so-called relationship part of my life that, you know, it seems like it's going really great. But the reality is we're going back to, I haven't found out who I was (laughs) and I haven't dealt with the insecurities of the past and the first round of depression. So everything's going great. Um, and then, um, the intuition story comes in right here and, um, he's making me dinner and it's just, it's just fabulous. I'm like, this guy is just, he's just great. Thank you, God. I'm so happy that I said I was ready for a relationship and I got one. How cool is this, right? (laughs) So we're sitting down, um, you know, have a great dinner. Uh, Everything's fine. Um, I'm I'm over his house and, um, you know, I'm trying to take my time with everything. And um, I'm just on the phone and I'm just boasting about how amazing this guy is in the other room. And, you know, when you guys are on the phone, right? And you're just like staring at something and you're like, yeah, girl. And And I'm just looking and I'm like, hold hold, hold on, girl. (laughs) I think it's a bunch of condoms on the floor. And she's like, what? I'm like, "We, I haven't had sex with him yet. It's just like a bunch, like a rack of condoms on the floor in this particular, like, um, this area. So he cleans up all around the house but he just, I guess he forgot his little sex area. I do not know. So I'm, I'm tripping because I'm thinking this is like somebody's playing a, a prank on me and I like, I leave and I like send him a photo like, nah, I'm not good on this. Like I don't, my spirit, my spirit, my spirit was like, run. And I, I text him, I'm like, I'm not really good at this but I just got to walk away from this. I don't feel good that I know that you have having sex before me. Things seem really good. But something about that was like either the attention to detail, either the fact that it was gross, the cleanliness, like the fact that like just everything that I was like, what the entire fuck is going on here, right? So um, he's like, nah, you, you know, we got, you see this feeling? You see this feeling? <laughs> I feel, I feel good. You feel good. So you know what? We should keep this together. You know what? Are we ever going to find this feeling again? And I'm like, maybe he's right. Maybe I should just overlook this, right? Y'all already know the answer to that, right? Stupid. But we live and we learn. So um, I get into this relationship and things were, they were amazing, um, we were going on trips and, you know, excuse me, we were going on trips and it was just really nice. And then he started seeing my entrepreneur lifestyle and was like, you know, I think I want to start working from home and I want to start doing things a little differently. And I'm like, wow, that's really cool. Um, how you going to do that though? Like I DJ, you do something else. I don't know if your job is going to like that. And eventually his job was like, The way you're rolling up in here is like you're the boss and, you know, it's all good. You know, your contract's over. So fine. This goes into him not working. And, you know, I'm okay with, you know, you going through a a patch or a struggle. That's perfectly fine. Like we're going to go through some struggles. And now I'm signed up to be his girlfriend. And there's just a, a myriad of things that are going wrong. Uh, the condom things led to just total other uncleanliness shit that we can go into. But, you know, I think it's wrong to talk about someone like that, but I don't give a fuck. Right. (laughs) Just, (laughs) all right, let me stop. But it goes into just a matter of just feeling super insecure. Like just always felt like he was cheating because he probably was, or just all. Think about it. He probably wasn't cheating, but he probably was always about to get caught because sometimes people are just not really good at it, or your intuition. See, my intuition runs very strong. It just didn't work on some of the things that it probably needed to. But in hindsight, it actually um, he was going to cheat, which was a, a another story. And something in my spirit before it happened was like, "You should show up to his house." not on some crazy like stalker stuff. It was more like um, he said he wasn't feeling good. And I was like, you know what? My spirit says, let me just make sure you're okay. And I'm texting him like, you know what? Let me just make sure you're okay. I just don't feel good. Like you're not answering. And if you're sick, I just want to make sure you're all right. I'm on my way. I'm on my way. I know you're not answering because you're probably asleep or your phone's dead, whatever. I found out eventually, you know, the story came out that like, some girl was there and he basically like it was about to go down or something. And the reality is I had literally missed her by like an inch. Wouldn't even have known until he, you know, he told me the story because I would just tell him about my intuition. Uh, Anyway. so So the whole thing with that, it was, me paying for shit for a long amount of time. It was uh the condoms story. It was the cheating. It was me trying to hold on to this relationship. Was it just because of love? Or it was because I was dealing with my insecurities. So ready for love, so ready for a relationship, but didn't actually do the right work in order to be in a relationship that was going to work for me, that was going to actually build me and make me feel good about myself, right? and make him feel good about himself, and be an actual beneficial relationship. So uh, now we got this relationship that goes to, you know, it was just an emotional roller coaster of of, of many things. Um, and remember, so let's go into the career, right? Got the career, and I'm already um, working less, spending my credit cards. Now we got a guy who ain't working, but I'm trying to actually make him feel still good about himself. Probably not the best thing to do is like paying for things. I'm paying for stuff because let us keep going out. Let us be social. Let us, you know, get the party going. Let's keep drinking. Party over here. We're having a good time. Now we add on dealing with the PCOS. Then final straw, my grandmother dies. (laughs) We add those together. Ladies and gentlemen, once again, depression really shows itself. And um, it's, I mean, it was a series of mental breakdowns, a series of not being able to function, not being able to eat, not being able to even make it to a spin class. And um, it, it was so critical that when I actually decided to get the help and to really find a therapist, and to really start journaling, and find out what was wrong with me, um, I realized that the issues were there for so long, but just not handled. (laughs) So, like, what are we not handling? You know, life's going to have obstacles. Life's going to have all type of distractions, but... We need to handle it. And it's funny because someone said something to me. And I used to say, you know, I'm popping. I'm the macaroni with the cheese. But what if the cheese is Swiss, whole, Swiss cheese? What if the cheese is Swiss cheese and you got a bunch of holes in it? You know? So everything you do is just pouring back out because you can't even absorb things. You know? So my career tips would be prepare for your best and your worst. Things are going to be really good at times in your career or your job. But prepare for the worst. Prepare for the best. Always prepare to put your best foot forward. Even if you hate that job, smile. Act like you are, but prepare to leave and exit. Because I'm telling you, it is the best thing to do. Because at the end of my <laughs> uh, you know, corporate event planning, when I was not working just for myself, because I do events still, but um, when I was at a job, I just was miserable. I was tired. I, you saw me, you saw it through my face. Show up your best and for the worst, you know? Don't get comfortable. That, that can just narrow, that, that's the career advice right there. No matter if you're on top, you have to always be a student. Always be a student to your craft, always keep growing. That's something, do not get comfortable. And third point is your finances. Like, you have to save, you have to prepare, you have to learn to say no to some things. Even when things are good, say, you know what? Like for me, the you know, it's an influx of income. I'm fortunate where it can be really good, but I save away maybe three months right now, opposed to just living my life off of credit cards, <laughs> you know? So those are the three things, prepare for, you know, prepare. Don't get comfortable. And just really handle your finances. So that's the career tips. Let's go to relationships. You have to know yourself. Just get to learn yourself. What you like, what you don't like. Also, your intuition. The feeling and what's irrational and what's actually like a fact. What is the fact about you? You know? And what, um, you know, there's people who are just, they just, everything is, just makes them miserable, Right? But then there's real intuition. Like, why did my spirit tell me to come here? Why did I do this? Why am I doing this? Pay attention to it. Um, and the third thing I just said is, um, write down all the things you want. Just write it down. And write it down with the feeling and what you want. Because, so for instance, an example, right? So I was talking about, actually to Tanisha from the DRL podcast, shout out to her. Um, I was talking about a guy I liked and I was super geeked out about and his job and how he was just so into his career. And I just was so, um, you know, motivated by how motivated, how motivated he was in his career and his job. And she was like, well, how do, how, how do you feel, you know, when you're around him? How does that make you feel? And I was like, you know, you know, feelings can be irrational. Feelings can be irrational. And she's like, but how do you feel with him? <laughs> and I was like, uh, oh, well, sometimes he does this. Well, that's not enough. Does he do? Do you guys feel good together? You know, the job. That's the tangible things. Because now I got so stuck on the fact that I can't be dating no broke. No, can't be dating no broke dude. Can't be dating no guy without a job. That I forgot the actual, you know, feelings attached to the things you want and things you need. Write that out. Wants, needs, feelings. You know, if he doesn't have a job, but he's actually really good with money when he does, you know, get a job. Is that is that okay with you? Does it does he make you feel good? As maybe he cook you, you will he cook you dinner? (laughs) You know, when there is no money to take you out. Think about those things. Write it out. So you can look at it and be comfortable with the things you want and need in relationships. You know, with your health, it's all pretty, you know, that's, you know, the the main thing is to deal with it. We can go to the gym. We can get a therapist. Deal with your health issues. With the PCOS, I still struggle with it. I still have more work to do. I have to go to other doctors. But you have to. Deal with it. You cannot just let it go past you and just say, Oh, yeah, I've been dealing with this little fiber issue, I've been dealing with this PCOS, dealing with these migraines. No, you got to deal with it. You got to do the research. You have to ask your doctors, talk to your friends, because the reality is most of the times, most of the times, you are not the only one dealing with this particular issue or topic. And some people have like great holistic approaches to things or great doctors or even ways that you may or may not need health insurance or ways around health insurance, you know? So you know, that that's my, the three, um, three points. And they deal with the three things, your career, your relationships and your overall health. Um, so that's, that's a little bit of my story. And, Um, I tried to sum it up and the reality is I got a therapist and I'm really into yoga right now. Um, I'm, you know, in this entrepreneur world where it has, where it has its ups and downs, but I'm being a little bit more proactive about being an entrepreneur and thinking about different revenue streams in order to maintain, uh, the lifestyle that I need or want And with relationships, I'm just trying to take my time. I'm not just going off of, I want a relationship now. I'm going to do it. Or it feels good. The Sagittarius in me, I'm telling you, it just wants to feel good right away. I love you. I'm great. Here's my heart. Here's my artery. Here's everything. No. (laughs) Now, I mean, I I love that. I want to feel that. But take your time. It's okay. (laughs) If that's, if you're looking for some long lasting and maybe, you know, a little length to your relationship. Just take take your time and on your time, you know, and also, you know, your higher power. Believe in something, have some faith. Um, but that's part of my story. And I'm just so happy to have this podcast and to have you listen to the sound of my voice. And um, I will speak to you soon. We're going to wrap up the podcast. So thank you for tuning in to Music Men and My Mental. I'm Cita Bone. Make sure you follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Music Men and My Mental and YouTube because we have the full videos here. And um, you can email us at Music Men and My Mental at Gmail. And I'm just honored to be your host. And I hope that we can balance this life out. And thank you for listening to my story. And Thank you for tuning in. And I'll see you next time.